Welcome to episode of the Shane Henry Podcast. This is me, Shay. Sandbag and son of a bitch. Hammer. Hammer Day Tejas is with me. Hammer, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? I'm not doing very well. I am bumper to bumper on I-95 right now um, in Connecticut, which makes me the saddest man alive. But but we had to do the pod. We had to do the fucking pod. You're right. We did would it be possible for you to just drive over to Danny Patrick's and you could just set up there to get some decent production value here? Not sure they would let me in the building again after what <laughs> I did today, but uh, we, we had uh, Danny takes a gamble podcast today. And uh, listen, I've been, I've, I have not been well on the gambling bets. I think anybody here listening knows uh, it's been a rough season for old Shane Irving. So uh, I need help. I need a lot of help. I need sobriety and gambling, but I can't quit. Hammer can't quit. Won't quit. <laughs> is, da- is Danny taking any of your bets and running with them? That's the thing. So Dan Patrick pretends not to gamble, right? That's the whole premise of the show. Cause he used to be a degenerate. He used to have a bookie in Cleveland or wherever, where the fuck, you know, he grew up and all that shit. He used to be a degenerate gambler, but now, now he, he just says he doesn't do it because it consumed him so much. Which you and I know, anybody anybody that admits that is still fucking gambling. They're degenerate behavior. So I don't, I mean, I hope he's not following my bets, but he's definitely still gambling. I don't care what base says. He's scratching the, the itch somehow, right? We know that. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Um, but yeah, happened today. Go listen to Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble when you can. Check out our Patreon on the internet. Um, what else? Check out our oh yeah, like and subscribe. We don't have YouTube, but like leave a fucking you know review on Apple iTunes, would you? That'd be great. That would help us uh, quite a bit. So do that. Five star only. You're not allowed to do anything but. Um, but we got some headlines. By, by the way, I want to lead with this hammer. We have a new DGen of the Year nominee. Ooh, who's that? Kanye West. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally forgot about that. What, like, hello, so hello. Give me the rundown. I just read headlines. I, okay. I, he's so weird. I don't. I can't get into that in detail. He's, he's insane. Completely insane. So he went on Tucker Carlson, and Tucker treated him like the next Messiah. Our boy, our boy, Tucker Carlson. Right, the heir to the Swanson fortune, the man's uh, populist speaker. Um. He had an interview with Kanye and Kanye talked about a bunch of shit and like how everything sucks and he's the best and all that. And he's going to be president one day. He did mention that. But then he started talking about uh, some conspiracy theories about Jewish people, which was pretty insane. Um, But he also essentially endorsed the shit out of Trump and everything that he stands for. Uh, it, it was pretty intense, and I don't know if you saw this, but but there were some outlets that put out the the edits that Fox News left on the cutting room floor, the segments they left on the cutting room floor, and he at that point was like violently anti-Semitic in a lot of his uh, uh, speech, and he has turned from Jay Z's best friend in hippity hoppity to now. He's essentially, you know what them uh, black Israelites are, Hammer? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. essentially that. that. That's what he's. That's what he's spouting. He's spouting that line like the thirteenth tribe, Judah, and all that other bullshit. That's what he's on right now. So, uh, yeah, DJ of the year for alienating himself from ninety percent of America, ninety five percent probably. Um, and the White Lives Matter T-shirt, big DJ of the year moment for him. Black guy wearing a white. He, white he wore a White Lives Matter T-shirt. At his oh fucking at his fucking fashion show in Paris. Oh my he wore gosh. a white lives matter t-shirt. <laughs> which I thought was pretty amazing. Like that's the, the greatest troll ever. Kanye West, son of a professor, the poor oppressed man of the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> yeah. This fucking the guy. streets of Evanston, Illinois. Right. Right, right. Mother's got a PhD and he grew up in the fucking lap of luxury, but he's sitting out here. Come on, man. Come on, man. So uh, that's the next teacher in the year. Honestly, I think Putin is going to outwin him in the vote totals, but we'll have lines set up yeah. for all that later on. Um, but yeah, oh, so we're going to set, we're gonna we're gonna set up odds check? Yeah, have to. Have oh, to. Cool. Yeah, we're going to set lines it. for every teacher in the year. Yeah. Uh, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Vladimir Putin, Kanye West. Um, can't remember. Oh, the fishing guys. Look, by the way, by the way, they might take the lead. They just got indicted for felony theft today. <laughs> our, our fishing cheaters. They got indicted for felony theft. So those guys oh. went up a couple notches in the old DJ in the year bracket. Kind of cool. Um, but we got a we got a short pod today i have to make sure that i'm done before six o'clock because the roommate made me right now it is five twenty. Uh, okay she made I'm you because you got yeah. you got something you got to do or she just thinks her podcasts are too long because i'm alone with the kids that's why oh uh, and okay. so, so yeah, the former uh, okay she leaves at six she's gonna go see a movie have you now this is something actually now that i think about it olivia wilde might be our next dj of the year nominee uh-huh olivia wilde the director of the new movie that came out don't call me darling or call me darling or or something like that with harry styles and uh florence Pugh. have you heard of this movie hammer I haven't. I'm not as so up to date on the arts as you and the roommate are. Yeah, yeah uh, the roommate forces us down my throat. I don't know what the movie's about, but what I do know is that she left Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and she's a director now, and she cast Harry Styles in a movie and started fucking him mm. in the middle of the movie, and he was like the star of the movie, so all the other people in the movie thought it was offensive that she would take him into her trailer and suck his dick while everybody else was trying to learn lines. So there's been a big hullabaloo about all that. Um, you know, Harry Styles is like, I don't know, 25, right? 23. And Olivia Wilde's like 40. And she left her husband with a couple kids for a dude from one direction while she was his boss. Which, to be fair, if a man did that, he would be in handcuffs um, immediately. But Olivia Wilde might be our next DJ of the year. I might put her up for nomination, honestly. 
Was she is she married currently? She she was. She's not anymore. Sudeikis sure. okay. served her papers at like a the award ceremony or something. Like recently? Yeah, real recent, like the last month or so. Two months. I don't know. But she was uh, married and wow. fucking a dude. She was fucking a dude that she cast in a movie, which is like the Hollywood MO of the last 20 years, except dudes doing it. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I see like, where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So where is the outrage there? Hence well, there'll the be other boy band members to come out as part of the uh, We Too movement. The We Too movement? <laughs> yeah. We Too I'm gonna, tra- I'm, a, I'm gonna trademark that. Uh, where... <laughs> Young boy band members are being taken advantage by former stars of the OC who are now in their 40s. But That's she's right. probably still good looking, right? She's gorgeous. What are you talking about? Yeah. Of course she's good looking. She's okay. good looking. People like that don't get ugly, right? They just stay yeah. hot. Yeah. They just stay hot. They got genes. They got genetic improvements. They they just and then they're gonna cryogenically freeze their own body when they die so they can be brought back to life in a thousand years. They're never gonna leave us, Hammer. They're always going to be here. These are the elites that we keep talking about. Very familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we do have some headlines. My bets are are pretty bad. Listen to Dan Patrick takes a gamble to uh, check them out. Um, but we uh, Cowboys. Can we just fucking talk about the Cowboys, Hammer? Me and you. Can we talk sure. about the Cowboys. Let's do it. Let's get into it. I mean, another win against what looked like a really bad Rams team, like really bad. But did they look that bad because how it hurt or Lost you there for a second. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that they're – not the same team they were last year. It's pretty obvious they lost some some personnel, but no, uh, I still think they're no. they're a middle yeah. to upper middle of the road team in the NFL. I think that's a good win on the road in front of a home crowd, which I love. Uh, there in LA, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just like you know, I never thought we would say Mike McCarthy's doing a good job coaching. I mean. He's just building a, a plan, a game plan to win without. Yeah. And ever since, honestly, ever since his press conference about taking clipboards from Kellen Moore, ever since then, Kellen has locked it the fuck up as far as the play calling goes. It, is, it has been a completely different offense. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. And I actually, I say you know about this. I think this is an interesting trend, not only in NFL, but in college where you have coaches having to simplify game plans for backups. Right. And then the output of that is the team kind of rallies around this kind of like meat and potatoes scheme that's right. put together. And they start, right. they're better. And then – right. The, the question is, what happens when Dak comes back, right? Or the ultimate um, question. The ultimate question. Yeah. 
But I think if you can get back in, you know, with the run games picked up too, right? Which has Big helped, time. you know. So I hope that we we continue down this path whenever Dak gets back and don't, you know. Well, we have and, to. We have to. I, I, yeah. I, I think there's going to be a revolution if we don't. I think the fan base will revolt if if they let Dak throw it 40 times a game. He throws two picks and we lose by seven. I, I think there will be a revolution on our fucking hands. Uh, and, and Mike McCarthy. I do think McCarthy's got his hands very close to that clipboard with Kellen Moore. And if, and if Kellen does some dumb shit when Dak's back, or if he allows Dak to do dumb shit, because that's half of the battle, right? Dak knows the playbook mm. inside and out. Dak knows it inside and out. He can check out of any run he wants because he thinks there's eight in the box or whatever the fuck. Even, even, even though running with eight in the box sometimes is part of the game plan to wear down the defense and demoralize them. If you can get three, four runs when they have eight in the box, that just demoralizes the defense. And if you shove it down their throat for three quarters, they're going to crack in the fourth. And Dak could be the one who cuts out of uh, audibles out of all those goddamn plays. And and Kellen might not, he might not be a fault, but he's definitely the one taking the heat. Mm. Interesting. Well, I like to see us. Um, I like to see us use Dak more with his feet. And I know that's controversial because people go, "Well, what if he gets hurt?" And I'm like, "Well, what if he does, man?" We've, we're four and zero with this other guy, right? We're no paying shit. him forty million dollars. Like, no show us why you should be the starting quarterback. What are you right. bringing in addition to what Cooper Rush has done the last four games? Fair. Use your feet, move around, run some play actions, some waddles, some bootleg, whatever it is. Like, let's get weird. Right. That's a good point. That's a fair point. I understand that completely. Forty million bucks a year. He can't be playing this bad. He can't be playing worse than Cooper fucking Rush. That's for goddamn sure, right? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. We'll see. Um, we did have some questions, Hammer. I don't how, know how fun is that? How, yet, I just want to say, somebody, Shay, how fun what, is that what? defense to watch? That defense is just so oh, much fun, Sexual and violent. Exactly what I'm into. <laughs> I love it. That's that's. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence today had an interview with John Machado. Demarcus said, "Oh yeah, good, huh? How many times have they played the Cowboys? Zero. Yeah, that's what you that. fucking write. Phillies ain't good till they play the Cowboys. That's what I'm fucking talking about." I love it, man. I love this defense. This shit I need in my life. It's the shit I need in my life. It's it's the exact thing that's bringing me happiness. Especially sitting in fucking traffic. You know, I-95 is the dumbest fucking highway America's ever built. I'll tell you that right now. Fucking idiotic. Every time there's a bend in the fucking road or the sun shines, it's a it's a goddamn pileup. So here we are. How are you feeling about the Eagles? Sunday night. I'm, I mean, it's a six and a half point spread right now, which to me is disrespectful. I won't be betting on the Cowboys because I'm afraid of cursing them, but I think six and a half is, is, is a bit too wide, a bit too wide for my liking. It don't make sense. These motherfuckers here, 995. What do you think? 
it's it's the barometer that we need to figure out where it's we the real need test. to potentially adjust. Yeah, right. to get into the playoffs. You know, like we there was this thought of like, oh, the East is going to suck. You know, we'll get in that way. Like, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, the Giants playing pretty decent, even though we beat them. The Eagles the are really good. four and one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they all said the NFC East would be the NFC least. Really, it's the AFC West that has been fucking tragic. The Raiders uh, and the Broncos have been well be, well below expectations, my friend. Funny how that works. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as questions go, Hammer, do you have an email in front of you? Because I'm in the goddamn car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see if there's any. Um, bu- 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 bu. We've got a couple other topics before questions, if you want to run through those, or you just want to get straight to the questions. I want to, I want to go through the questions in the headline. I should be home in the next five fucking minutes. So, what okay, does, I mean, I know Senor Pites had something for us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What's wait? We've got a couple different. People <laughs> just I'm not sure. I'm. I have that name down here though. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Who? Senor? Who? Sent us a weird one. There was a real creepy one in there. Uh oh! No. The, what about the the one the guy on Twitter that sent us the question? That Which was one? actually a really good question. Uh, he asked, he said, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he's got his hair, he's got his barbershop account set up, which for those of you who yes. don't follow the podcast, that's yes. where, where your paycheck goes. Mama don't know money. Right. Mama don't know exactly. money. Exactly. Yep. His que- but what confused me a little bit is um, he was asking Let's just let's just read it. Yeah. Um, first of all, he said, "I refuse to submit email questions because I don't want you guys hacking my burner account." <laughs> what enough. the fuck? What the fuck? What is the best method for making spending from your haircut account look legit with what you've told the roommate you make? Mine is obviously mostly gaming. Here's the deal: I don't think that our friend Mister Junebug at send the PDX on Twitter's under really understands what the haircut account is if your roommate's no. looking at it right that's right. not it a makes haircut sense. account now makes no sense. he clearly has some sort of shared account with his roommate that's fine here's how you get around this with gaming you can go on the internet at least it used to be this way and you can look up what are the payment processors for the different gaming sites and where oh. where do the payments come from? Like, how does it show up? On right, the account? right. So, like the gambling Bodog, and gaming, right? Bodog used to be like golfballs.com. That's right. Genius, because if your wife I forgot all about that, this like, shit. Oh, Shay's getting golf balls. Right. I don't know if that's still the case, but that used to be how you would how you would address this this challenge. Forgot all about that. That they used to do that. It's fucking right. I would say boozy lunches. I would just spend all my money on martinis at lunch. 
That would be my no, idea. No, but what he's saying is if I want to spend it on gambling, how do I mask those uh, transactions? Right, but that's, that's when you say you take the cash out and you say, oh, I spent it all on martinis. Sorry. I, oh, you do you do straight cash withdrawals? Okay. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Well, hopefully Mr. Junebug, his, his roommate doesn't ask for receipts on cash withdrawals. Oh, you never, never provide receipts. That's rule number three. And uh, mama don't know my name. All right. Here's the next question from Clay, Clay with an E. And yeah. yeah. Are you concerned that Cooper Rush being a ginger will eventually mm. sabotage the Cowboys this season? Yes. Absolutely. Fair question. Are you? It's, it certainly kept me up at, at night after a couple games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what he's going to do to me because I know what they all do to me. I was raised by one. That's what people forget. Like, they think that my, they think that my ginger hate. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You got me now. All right. They think that my ginger hate comes from nowhere. Uh, it's not true. My mom is a ginger. Uh, I got cousins that are gingers. Gingers surround my family tree. I'm. I know redheads. That's what I know. And I know that, that, that Cooper Rush is going to fuck me one day. I don't know how bad or how hard or what kind of thrusting he's going to be able to get done, but I know it's going to be, I'm going to get fucked. I know it. That's science, Damer. One plus one equals three, right? Exactly. Zach Mundo, I finally made it home, motherfucker. I'm back. <laughs> All right, now you've got legitimate Wi-Fi. You're not pulling from your uh, fancy Tesla. <laughs> Tell the people. Shay drives a Tesla. Let them know. I do. Shay, Guess what I don't Shay's do? It's a friend of the environment. Guess what I don't do? Pay for gas, motherfucker. That was a pandemic purchase, I can tell you that. Love it's it. a lease, though. All right, I, it's a lease. One. What's the next one? Of course, of course, it's a lease. Of course. Um, all right. There's one on here that I'm trying to dissect a little. Okay. Uh, I lived in an apartment that included direct TV for renting there. I yeah. remember that, where they bundle it into your rent. About a year totally. ago, we built a house and decided to transfer the direct TV over and continue using their service. Somehow during the transition, the billing never got transferred over and the apartment has been on the hook for it. I've been getting $200 worth of satellite for free and feel like I've hit the jackpot. At the same time, one thing I've never considered myself as a thief. Mm. My mind is weighing heavily on the fact that (laughs) my mind is weighing heavily on the fact that it'll eventually get caught. I'll eventually get caught and I'll owe $10,000 in five years not to pay it back. Should I continue to press my luck and steal from the corporate schmucks or should I consider just shutting the account off and moving on? Come on. I mean, he knows the answer to this. We all know the answer to this. You continue stealing from the corporate schmucks. There is no other fucking possible way to get that done. That's it. That's fucking it, right? Am I crazy? I don't believe that the Shane Irving podcast endorses any sort of criminal activity, though. Is that correct? Mm, we are I not do. liable. We're we're, no, we're not. We no, are not. Right, a, right. 
we're not giving investment advice. I'm just trying to go through all the things I hear in other podcasts so that we don't get sued. It's all for entertainment purposes only. Right. Exactly. There you go. Right. But continue Tanner to steal from Esquire. <laughs> Motherfucker. But keep stealing it. I mean, what I would do if they came back and were like, hey, what the fuck? This money is being fought by the apartment complex. I would just claim that someone stole my identity immediately. Mm. And then I would call. I, I, what I would do is I would move the bill to American Express as soon as possible. Do that. They've got the most liberal rules when it comes to disputing charges. I, I can testify to that. Hmm. What I wonder is, does the person that's living in that guy's old apartment get all his shit on like DVR? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, He's you know, like, is he like, is he like creeping on like messing up the guy? He's like, I thought I was on episode two of season three of The Wire. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Who keeps watching my shit? <laughs> all right. Um, oh, we got this other question. It's actually a pretty good idea. Uh, hey, uh, he says, howdy, brother. I don't know shit about technology, but I love following you on Twitter when I watch the Cowboys. This is to yeah. you, clearly. And I was thinking it would be great if you and Hammer could do live commentary during a Cowboys game. Maybe make it a perk on Patreon at a certain level. I'd pay money for that. Anyways, keep it up, love the pod. Well, well, well. The Idea Factory keeps churning them out. Um, so I think, Hammer, what that means is like a live video, like a live video into our mayhem during a Cowboys game. I think that's what that means, right? Like the Mannings? Like the Manning cast, exactly. That's what we need. We mm. need... Us like on it. one side of the screen and the game on the other side of the screen. That's what we need. That's exactly what we need, the Manicast. We need the fucking Manicast. Who knows how to program the Manicast for Hammer and I? Because I'll do a face reveal. I'm, I'm into that shit. I will do it. I don't care anymore. It's over. I want this to be an actual jobby job of mine, so I'm willing to do that. Um, but we got to figure out how to do it correctly, I guess is the point, right? We don't want to look like fucking weirdos on the internet. We already are. So. What about what that, the, the Twitch thing that the gamers use? Right, the Twitcher. It reminds me of Witcher. Do you ever watch Witcher on Netflix with uh, Henry Cavill? Cavill? No, is it any good? Yeah, watch it. Do some shrooms and watch it. I feel like or, if I you know, did shrooms and watched it, I'd just think of him being Jesus the whole show or maybe whatever. He looks, he looks, that's fair. He looks like Jesus. That's a good point. But Very didn't he point. play Jesus in the, Henry, the Henry Mel Gibson? No, that wasn't Cavill. Cavill? How do you say his fucking name? I'm looking this up. Henry Cavill? Did he play Jesus? Uh, he was a lot skinnier. Passion of the Christ. Was he in Passion of the Christ? Oh, DJ of the Year. I mean, speaking of DJ of the Year, almost every year, Mel Gibson. Oh, my God. <laughs> almost every year. 
I'm thinking of Jim Cavizel or whatever. That's Jim Caviezel. That was fashion. Jim Caviezel. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, I love this idea. We might have to get the Twitch or whatever to have to figure this out, though, because you and I are morons. Yeah, somebody needs to help us with that. But I would definitely do a live Cowboys game uh, feed. I would definitely do that, yeah, for sure. And then um, can we get some of our uh, cast of character friends to, to come on here? I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure we could get some guests, right? We could get some guests. That's the other thing we need to do. We should get guests on the podcast, Hammer. Yeah. Who could, we should get some real deal guests. Who did we have before? We had some Texas Rangers writers, but nobody's going to listen to that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking listen to that shit. John, we Michelle. had that one. Yeah. Well, we also had some UT beat. I mean, it wasn't a beat, right? I think he was broke for Barkley Carnival or one of the UT sites. He and did. then it was creepy because he lived like down the street from me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and no one, I'm similar to you, I, no one knows who I am. So it's like, I, I might have to kill this guy. Yeah. John Machoda, right. if you get him on. John Machoda, okay. Or uh, our friend Duba D. Duba D. Yeah, the realtor. Yeah. Oh, we could also talk about Texas high school football with him. That would be muy, muy interesting. Ooh, yes, man. That uh, is, uh, yeah. So for those of you that none of you know this person, he is a uh, Texas high school football referee. Yeah. So Friday nights, he's on the field. And it is. is open to being bribed, I believe. Yeah, he's very open to bribes. I would say very open. Not just open, very open to bribes. Uh, which <laughs> I've been, yeah. yeah, he's ready and willing to to take some briberies. Um, that's a good point. We can get him on the show. I do have a New York Giants and a fantasy football expert that I'd like to get on the show, uh, Professor Ty up in Danbury, Connecticut. He is born okay. and raised in Yonkers, born and raised in Yonkers, diehard Giants fan. He's having a great year so far, and he's also like a freak when it comes to fantasy football. Like he's really good. So we're thinking maybe like a start him or sit him. Uh, situation uh, with Professor Ty and then some Giants uh, information for the podcast. And we are in, at least I am, in the fucking depths of Connecticut. A lot of Giants fans around me. You know, the funny thing about out here, Hammer, you've got Patriots fans and Giants fans because it's New England, but like the further you get from the city, the more likely you're a Pats fan, right? But yeah. these same people, these same people are Yankees fans, no matter what. So there'll be a Pats fan and a Yankees fan in the same, and it just it fucks me up. I don't, I can't figure it out. I, I, that, I, I feel like that should be allowed. That's like bandwagoning. Totally. Thank you. That that and is bullshit. Like you're Boston or you're New York. You got that. Those people I, aren't I, real sports fans. No. And Those their favorite college football team. Exactly, exactly right. Their favorite college football team is Alabama. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Guarantee it. Because there's no college football up here. It's Rutgers. That's it. The people don't give a shit about college football. Saturdays for, oh. for brunches and shit. It just doesn't exist, dude. The college football fandom does not exist. It doesn't exist. 
Like I was at a bar today outside of the Sikorsky airport. If you know anything about Sikorsky, it's a hardcore defense contracting uh, company. They build fucking helicopters and planes. They used to build the engines for the M1 Abrams and all that shit. Uh, Big old billionaires fucking money coming in there. And the bar I'm sitting at, uh, it's literally at the airport. And there's a dude and I'm ordering, you know, a shot and a beer. And I say Espelon Blanco. And this dude looks over. He's like, make it two of them. I'm like, oh, shit, fire. What the fuck was that? That was crazy. And he keeps talking to me. And it sounds like he's from Texas. And it really sounds like he's from Texas. So I'm like, where the hell are you from, man? Like South Texas, how about you? I was like, well, North Texas, you know, Irving, motherfucker. He's like, oh shit, man, I got a kid in Irving, yada, yada, yada. And we're talking shit and we're talking shit. And all these Giants fans are around us and we're talking about football. We keep going football. And he pulls down his shirt. He rips it down from his right hand. He pulls it across his right titty. And he's got a fucking Dallas Cowboy star tattooed, fully blacked out, just sitting there on his fucking right titty. That's where the fuck I'm from, dude. That's just screaming at these Yankees. I was like, whoo! Holy shit. These Cowboy fans are everywhere. And this year, they're fired the fuck up, Hammer. Shay. Yo. Did, did you meet your biological father today at a bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. You're like, Dad? Oh, pretty much. All right, I know we got 12 minutes. I'll get us through. Yeah. Uh, we've got, so I know we want to briefly chat about the Longhorns. Um, have to, have to. You have to, 49, to. nothing. Now, the, the team played great. Uh, first thing I, I have to say after rewatching the game a few times, I, I feel like you and I know what really bad college football looks like after 12 years of being UT fans yep. and the last all year. And that was a bad football. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, like they're learning the new defense. They don't know what they're trying to do this, like three down flyover, drop eight defense. There's, they didn't know what to do in coverage. They've got like, you know, four down defensive ends playing in a three down system. I mean, they just, they're, they're mismatched all over the place personnel. It's a complete, you know, it's a, like you and I were texting, like it's, it's OU's first rebuild year. Right. Right. In 20 years since Bob Stoops took over. Right. right. I mean, the Bob Stoops to Riley transition was minimal Smooth. because he was Smooth. on staff. He kept a lot of the same guys. Right. Um, now that being said, you know, it's, you know, beating bad teams 49 nothing is what you want, right? When yeah. you think about the days when Texas was relevant in college football, that's what they did. Now, they never beat OU like that. I mean, actually, 2005, maybe they did. Five or six. But, five um, or six we did, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Quinn played great. Uh, he's clearly got an amazing arm. Um, the, the, the release hammer the release it's sick. the release yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking pretty. chubby it's chub material he he did and a lot of people got up in their feelings about this but there were some people that came out and were like yeah it was kind of a b the football nerds college football nerds on twitter came out and said yeah it's a b minus game for Quinn Ewers and all the ut fans got all butthurt and i think they're i think they're kind of right like he missed 
He missed some reads. He did. Um, so he he was amped up. He threw a couple of high like passes were high. But at the end of the day, man, if that's like B minus for us at this point after the last twelve years, I will take it all day. You know, right, one hundred percent. But that being said, uh, the other thing I loved seeing in that game, I'm gonna nerd out for a second, is uh, please. Sark's got this he's got his and it's and I think others are doing it too in different uh varieties but he's got this triple option look now where he keeps running it and he's got different variations basically what it is you have a wide receiver to the boundary runs a a post then you have a guy in motion in some cases it's Weddington who's a wide receiver in other cases uh it's a back it could be a tight end depending on the formation that's running a wheel route behind that post right? right and then you've got the tight end is leaking out and then it's a zone read off the dn and if the end crashes down you pull and you right. can throw to the leaked tight end or the wheel route it's 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 you fl- it's flooding the zone and it's, it seems like it's really tough to scheme me i'll be interested to see how iowa state who's got a great defense coordinator they got a really good defense too how, they do. how they scheme that because you could you could literally and we did we ran different variations of that over and over again uh, in the OU game which which we got lots of yards off of. I, I I would so the spread in the Texas game is 16 and a half Texas laying 16 and a half against Iowa State at home um part of me thinks Texas is overvalued because of the OU whooping the other part of me thinks that Iowa State is overvalued and their defense is not as good as we think of it. Quinn Ewers, I think, is a dynamic player that we haven't seen at quarterback since Coy, uh, Colt McCoy. I, I just, we have not seen somebody handle the offense like this dude in a, in a minute or two. And I think that he changes everything. And I think there's going to be a couple deep shots, Xavier Worthy. They're going to put them up quick. And Bijan is going to have his day uh, against this Iowa State defensive line. I'm not betting the game, but 16 and a half at home. I don't remember the last time the spread's been that big against a Big 12 opponent. Amber. It's been especially a minute. one that's beat, especially the one that's beat us the last two games. Yeah, especially last Iowa this year. Embarrassing. Yep, embarrassing <laughs> as fuck. So, uh, I I don't know. I'm excited. I'm very excited. So Texas in the next, so Texas will play Iowa State, they'll have a bye, then they play Oklahoma State. I don't know if it's, this isn't the exact order. They'll play Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State, which will be a more than likely a night. Or it's going to be a day game, I'm sorry. That'll be, uh, that's a top 10 team. Then they play yep. TCU. They play TCU, Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas State, Kansas and, and Kansas State. Those are four top twenty schools. To, True. And then they played Baylor at the last game on Thanksgiving, which is I guarantee you will be a tough game. Aranda's got a you know 100%, a squad there. That's going That's a that's a tough schedule. You know to finish right. off the season is going to test just how good this team really like. Not just Quinn Ewers. Like I think Quinn's gonna he's gonna have some mistakes. He's going to do freshman things, but overall it'll be great. I think it's going to test the whole team though. Like how well does this whole Sark scheme work? How good is this defense? I mean, it's a mm-hmm. top 30 defense statistically right now. Um, right. So it, it'll be interesting, man. I think if we can go 
four and two, uh, I'd be pleased. Five and one, I'd be ecstatic through those six games. Who, who's um, the loss to? Oakie Light? Or Kansas Oakie State? Oakie Light, Kansas State, I think. Just the combination of their defense and Adrian Martinez running around there. Uh, playing great. Gonna give us, playing great. He's going to give us some fits. I, I really, uh, overall, I'm, I'm pleased with the team. I'm really sick and tired of the – it comes with being a UT fan, just the like overreaction from the national media of like, I mean, I saw multiple people like text going on the table, potential playoff contender. I'm like, everyone pump your brakes. We were five and seven last year. We lost to Kansas. Like, <laughs> let's see this team develop over the year, but this isn't the year. This is the year before the year. So next okay, year is okay. the year. Talk, talk to this. We got five minutes left, but I want to hear about this. There's a lot of natural chatter about Arch Manning and not thinking that Quinn was as good as he was. Please talk about Arch's mindset in starting, when he's starting, sitting, all that shit, competing, whatever. Talk to me. Well, I don't know his mindset. I don't know the family's mindset, but I know that they follow recruiting. They know they knew who Quinn Ewers is when he transferred from Ohio State right. to Texas. They've right. seen the film. They saw him as a sophomore, was probably one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Texas. They know the talent that he has. They also know Arch, you know, is going to need some development. He's got an amazing release. Uh, He's playing much better this year. But the the people that were paying, texting me when Arch committed, be like, is Quinn yours going to transfer? I was like, you, like, are you, like, Quinn yours is a better quarterback right now. Like right now, uh, right now, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then Mannings don't, they don't, they don't allow Arch to commit here without, uh, without having the understanding that he's probably going to, he is, he is going to register next year. Okay. That's where we're at. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, so so Hudson cards potentially could transfer, right? Sure. sure, He's going to get his his degree from McCombs, I believe at the end of this year which was a goal for him. And, you know, he should go do the Shane Bouchelle thing. Great kid. Right. Then, I mean, maybe card or, uh, you know, our arch is number two in the depth chart after that, I would think whoa, potentially whoa. you've got Malik Murphy, whatever, but you know, arch is probably going to sit here unless something goes pretty bad <laughs> next year. Right. Which right. is what you want. I mean, he's, he's a heady yes. kid. Yes, he's got yes. all the mental eval stuff. He's a big kid. He's big. He's got speed too, which I didn't know. I mean, he's not Vince Young, but he can move around. Um, so, you know, he, he he knows he knows what the deal is. He wants to be part of something different, which is why I went to UT. He didn't go to Georgia. He didn't go to Ole Miss. He didn't go to Tennessee. Whatever, right? That's why he came here. Fascinating. So you're not concerned with Arch. Uh, decommitting and going anywhere else based on Quinn's quarterback play. No. All right, good. That's what I need to hear. That's all I need to hear, hey, Dude, if 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 that's his reason, I would say, well, why did you commit in the first place when you knew that you knew the talent? I mean, Quinn yours one of like what three or four quarterbacks to have a perfect rating come out of high school. I mean, you had to know that. Right. Nobody, yeah. nobody, right. Nobody was questioning his fucking arm talent coming out of high school. That's for goddamn sure. All right. Well, I got to, I got to relieve the babysitter. I got the kids on. 
Everybody get it in. ShaneIrving.com is not a website anymore. Don't go there. Follow us on the Twitter at Tejas <laughs> at ShaneIrving. Go to Patreon. Support the goddamn pod. We got some people we want more. Uh, Amber, you're the best. I got to run. All right, brother. Go get it. a bird.